0: There was a high-powered executive waiting to catch a flight. A lot of us know the experience. He's standing in line. He had a first-class ticket. You may or may not know that experience, but we all know the experience probably of standing in line, whether it's for a train or a plane or a bus, and just waiting to get on board. Here our section called. Well, he's standing there in line, and without any expectation, a complete shock and surprise, the announcement is they've canceled your flight. Everybody moans and groans a bit. The executive gets, becomes incensed. He rushes the ticket counter, bangs his fist on the counter, and demands to get a first-class ticket to the f- next flight to his destination. The flight agent behind the desk, looks at him with kindness and compassion and says, sir, we'll help you in any way that we can. We can probably do that for you. If you'll just wait in line, that will help us serve you better. He gets even more angry and shouts even louder, do you know who I am? Again, the agent looks with him, at him with great kindness and compassion from head to toe, picks up the microphone and says, attention, folks, we have a gentleman at the desk that does not know who he is. If you can identify him, please step forward. (laughs) It can be so easy to forget who we are, sons and daughters of God, our essence, and where we are going. At certain points in our lives, it's all very clear. The young couple standing here at the altar, the priest or deacon about to be ordained, a bright young woman walking into her first day of class at law school, They know where they're going. They know there'll be a price to pay. We're not talking financially either. Years of work and toil and labor, and they're ready to pay. They're ready to sacrifice. It's all very clear and very simple. Fifty years ago, many of us started to pray for a greater respect for life in our own country for 50 years. We were ready to pay that price and pray and pray and pray. Whatever commitments we've made, whatever vocations we have, time passes. And the price begins to be paid and paid and paid. And the payoff isn't as perfect and as consistent as we would have liked or expected. You know what I mean. The beautiful baby turns into a wonderfully uh, difficult teenager. The handsome groom loses his hair or his waistline or both. After 10,000 sermons, the spirited preacher ponders the delights of taking a vow of silence. Maybe you would wish I would too. Doubts and painful questions force their way to the surface. We think, I didn't know it was going to be like this. Did I make the wrong choice back there? Is this going to go on and on and on forever? I just want to quit. How do I get out of here? Jesus understood this part of our human experience very well. This mid-course weariness that tempts us to look backward instead of forward that blinds us to the new and deeper joys and possibilities that are within our reach here and now. This mid-course weariness that tempts us to give up, to abandon what Jesus calls our plow, we heard that in the first reading too, dedicated to the plow, abandon our plow and walk away is the temptation. To hold to course and go forward without looking back, often involves letting go of many things. The longer we live, the longer we know that, or the better we know that experience as well. We have to let go of things. And some of those things are very fine, but they are things we no longer need. That letting go can hurt, but it can make room for something more, something better. It can allow us the space to grow into entirely new ways of living and loving. And to do that, right here inside your vocations as spouses, parents, students, friends, pastors, deacons, to which we committed ourselves so long ago. Like any good parent, God our Father wants to see us grow big and strong, especially on the inside, our very beings. And He wants to see us happy. That all will happen if we remember where we're headed, and why we made those central commitments in the first place. It will happen if we let the Lord take our hand as we march forward with him. And don't look back. That's key. Don't look back. It will only freeze you in place and embitter your soul. Instead, look forward and look deep. You'll be amazed at what's waiting for you there.